Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. We are often, it's been said that we take a little bit too long to release a new episode. Um, I've been trying lately to do, I don't know, four a month, one a week. Sometimes we get a few more in, sometimes we get a few less in. It really all depends on how things go. Uh, But I love this medium. I love this platform. I love you all. You guys are amazing. And honestly, you guys, you, you make this worthwhile. I mean, the content that we get, the messages that we get, everything is, is beautiful. No matter how far out there we reach or how far in there we go, you guys stick with us. Um, and today uh, isn't going to be any different than any other day, except it's going to be, I don't want to say better. I don't want to say worse. It's going to be interesting. That's for sure. I came across this guy on TikTok of all places, and he had massive accounts. He had all kinds of stuff. And then the world said no. The social media said no. The shadow bans kicked in and we're all aware of the shadow bans. I'm still banned for life from Twitter. You know, so it's interesting how the the universe hands us who we need to talk to, when we need to talk to them, what message needs to get out there, how things resonate. I mean, there's no reason, no no rhyme or reason where I would have come across his message or that he would have gotten back to me on a completely different medium. Uh, But here we are, everything lined up, everything's perfect. And I am going to rest assured that we have one hell of a banger for you guys today. Uh, and yeah, you aren't hearing this correctly. We, uh, we went live yesterday. We're doing it again today. Might even do it again tomorrow. Now, Shelly, welcome to the show, brother. You have a killer message and I'm really stoked that you're here. I'm really stoked to have connected. Uh, welcome to it, bro. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Always doing good. Peace and love guys. I hope that you're all having a beautiful day. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, Yeah, man. So the message that you were talking about was raising your consciousness, was raising the fifth dimension, was talking about the Mayan calendar, the whole, you know, the message, uh, obviously, and and the audience needs to know the message. So if we're just going to, if we just jump right into it, actually, you know what, before we jump right into it, let's give a little bit of background on you. If you're comfortable about talking about that, where did you come from and how did you, how did your, what was your progression from completely in locked into the matrix living in the dream state um, to where we are now. How did you get here? Uh, Well, I think one word summarizes it up and it's called destiny. But what really happened was I I grew up in a small town in Ontario called Wayne Fleet. And um, ever since a young age, I knew that there was something wrong with the system, that there was, you know, uh, definitely control mechanisms in place. I didn't understand why we need to pay to live and, you know, rent and all that stuff. And, I was just looking around and seeing all the suppression and the evil, right? And none of it made sense to me. So 
a little bit further down my my journey, I started realizing what they truly hid for, from us, and that's our, our our true divinity. You know, the the oneness within, the connection to source, the consciousness, all that stuff. That's what they truly hid from you because they don't want the conscious population, obviously, because you cannot control a conscious population. So once I started stop putting like once I started to stop put so much attention in the exterior world and turn my attention into the interior world, mm-hmm. I started to wake up to the reality that was casted over us. I started to see the matrix, started to see who I truly was. I started to vibrate higher, received a lot of signs and synchronicities. Um, I remember from a young age, I found, uh, I found a crystal when I was really young. When I was about 12 years old playing hockey in my backyard and I kept it my whole entire life just because I thought it was cool. And I started becoming into spirituality and stuff like that, meditating. And I started realizing that crystals hold immense energy. And I've had this crystal longer than I've had anything in my whole entire life. So, you know, it, it seems like some things are written. And that's what I've really found through my journey is you know, I found that all time isn't linear. It's more stacked on top of each other. You know, everything is happening in the now, right? So you've that's a hard one. That's a hard one to explain to people, but I, I agree with that completely. We are experiencing everything at the moment that we're experiencing it. That doesn't mean that what's coming is tomorrow. It means that it's right now. And then yeah. when it is then, it's also right now. Yes. Uh, it's that's the here and the now. That's when you find the most peace as well is when you kind of realize that and understand that, you know, everything is happening in the now. And if you look in the future and you dwell in the past, that's when anxiety and fear and stuff like that comes up. Right. But when you start to live in the now in your present mind, that's when you start to receive a lot of information, wisdom, downloads, all that stuff. And it really propels you forward along this journey and shows you what you're destined to do. Right. Once you start to cultivate equanimity, which is just a peace of mind mm-hmm. and uh, you know, a silent just being, you start to receive that wisdom. So so in this in this experience, would you say that there was any one moment that you're like, okay, this is this is so far wrong? Uh, and what I mean by that, like for me, for example, it was nine eleven. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, when the World Trade Center came down, I was like, this is not right. Nine eleven was a big one. Um, Boston Marathon bombing. I I started seeing that, like you know, nine eleven was set up because there was I think three countries that didn't have a Rothschild centralized bank. You know, and those are the yeah. three countries we went to war with after 9-11, right? And obviously the evidence in 9-11, like it's absolutely ridiculous to think that, you know, the official story is the real thing that happened, right? Because, you know, if, if you believe that, then you've never looked at the evidence and you've just believed everything you've been told your whole entire life. But I question everything, right? So, but I was seeing everything, man. I was seeing the chemtrails. I was seeing HARP, like high active aurora research program, uh, sodium fluoride in the water, which is a neurotoxin, calcifies your pineal gland, literally cuts you off from source, right? I was seeing all of it, like the whole spider web of the matrix, just the education system, how they just teach you, you know, nonsense and nothing that you need to, you know, develop and grow as a, as a human being, as far as like isolating your specialties and your desires and following your heart and maybe even teaching you how to grow food. Like none of that was taught. Right. So I always knew, you know, there was something wrong, but nine 11 was a big thing for me as well seeing that happen and then knowing what truly happened, researching it for myself and drawing my own conclusions, I realized that it was obviously an inside job. Yeah. It, it, you know, and when you talk about this, this is one of the funnier things, you know, with regards to the social media aspect of this whole kapopple, the, um, there are people that are still stuck on, uh, on nine 11 as like the main go-to. Um, and, and that's, that's kind of a funny thing. Like these are people that are advocating the, 
uh, only that conspiracy. They're only advocating that story. They're not, you know, they haven't really branched out into anything else and they specialize in 9-11. Um, which is cool. If that's where you want to live, that's cool. As somebody who's waking up, it's a piece of thing. It's a piece that, that people need. Um, but most people sort of branch out from there, but some people get stuck there. Why I mentioned this getting stuck there thing is because this, is, this has brought something else to my attention. Uh, and I've come across this primarily with Donald Trump. Um, and what that is, is uh, bots. So there are people that are advocating to this day that, that the nine, like people will go out of their way to defend the 9-11 movement. Not the movement, well, defend the 9-11 narrative, the initial narrative. I'm sure you've seen the matrix. Of course. Yeah. And, and there was always the one part that stood out for me, right. Was when, you know, there's, there's some people that are so programmed into the matrix that they will defend it till, you know, they die mm-hmm. because that's all they know. Right. That's what they're pro. It's literally a computer. Like we, we quite literally live in a simulation. So they're programmed. To, I was going to ask you that. Where's your, what's your stance on where we are? But yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I, what I know and what I believe. And you know, what I've seen from, Oh yeah. We're on the same page on that one. Yeah. yeah uh, I got, I, I got to simulation. Sorry to cut you off. I got to simulation through flat earth. That was a fun, that was a fun journey. Um, you know, I loved it. Flat earth to me and flat earth, you know, the idea of flat earth, it, it was cool because at first it was like, you're insane. So like when you're breaking out of the matrix, you, I, me personally, I, yeah, I had my realizations, but I broke out in stages mm-hmm. and the, the flat earth was like, you're nuts. Right. And then like, you just have to ask openly, ask yourself one question, you know, whatever that question is for you will lead to other questions. And then boom, I didn't get stuck believing flat earth for too long because flat earth itself as delivered had so many holes. What's Um, your stance on it? uh, Well, flat earth to me, flat earth was gateway. Flat earth to me was, um, it made me realize that we don't live on space balls. You know, we're not flying through space, living on, living in space balls. Uh, flat Earth was amazing. Flat Earth brought up a lot of stuff. I, you know, I, I found out a lot about uh, Admiral Byrd through Flat Earth, uh, Operation High Jump. Operation High Jump is what led me to um, uh, concave Earth. So hollow Earth, concave Earth. In other words, space is the, the center of, uh, like we're, we're on the Dyson sphere, as it were. Yep. Um, and, and space being the center because Operation High Jump, uh, it, it didn't make sense that they would call it High Jump unless you were jumping in. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was hollow earth, which then brought me from hollow earth to, uh, to uh, concave earth. And all of these things were fascinating. Concave earth holds a lot of validity. Um, and then at the end of it all, like where I'm settled right now, and this might change, but where I'm settled right now is straight up simulation because each and every one of those things holds validity. Yeah. Uh, the only one that holds zero validity is space balls. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> is the one that they gave us. Did you look at, have you heard of Operation Fishbowl? Yeah. 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 Where the, the U.S. was, was I think, not even the U.S., just government, U.S., uh, sorry, the world governments were launching nukes up at the dome and they were, they weren't exploding out. They were exploding against something. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I see, I saw there was, uh, they tried to launch just a private mission rocket to space just stopped immediately out of nowhere. You can find that on YouTube. Just, I think type in rocket to space or whatever. And it just, is that the one that got stuck in the firmament? Got stuck. Yeah. Firmament. That was neat because you know, that, you know, again, now there's biblical stuff. They talk about as above, so below the waters above um, and all that sort of stuff. So, I mean, like, do you want to believe in the Bible? I mean, all of these things, this was the journey for me. 
this was this was the main journey. Like, you know, you start asking questions about 9-11, you start asking questions about everything, you start asking, and then the fluoride comes up and then everything else comes up. And, you know, you're like, you realize that <laughs> for any one of these things to be true, the other ones kind of have to be true. And this is where, this is where, you know, guys like you and me, if some, if some quote unquote normie turned off CNN and turn, tuned into this show right now, they think we're crazy. They think you and I are nuts. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's, it's whatever resonates to, right? I mean, you can pick and choose information. And when I read the Kabbalion, uh, the seven hermetic principles, you know, essentially they said all truths are but half truth. So, you know, a wise man knows that he doesn't know shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's so much that we don't know compared to what, little we do know right so you know the mind is always kind of open to new ideas and things that are coming in but you know when i kind of dived down that rabbit hole it was it was pretty obvious to see the same thing that you know we don't live on a spinning globe that you know water always maintains its level and you know you could see the statue of liberty for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles away when you do the calculations i think the they say the um the curvature of the earth is eight inches every squared mile according to um google so when you do the calculations, you should never be able to see, you know, the Statue of Liberty from that far away. It should be miles underneath the curvature and you can still see it with an icon 9000. I mean, you can see the sun and the moon. And then if you look at Freemason art, all Freemason art, you'll see the sun and the moon, the same distance from the earth, you know, portrayed under the dome essentially. Right. So um, it's, it's all a hoax. It's all a scam just to, again, steal your consciousness because the more they know, the less you know, the more power they have, right? So you got to kind of open your mind up to that. And anything is possible in a world full of lies. And the truth will always sound crazy. I'll just tell you that. But the truth also doesn't need to defend itself. That's and, that's, and that's what's really fun about it. Because once you start finding it, it makes sense. Noam Chomsky was, is on record as saying, um, what was his famous quote? And I really loved it. It was, um, as soon as I said his name, it just disappeared out of my head. It's like the powers that be did that on purpose. Um, mm mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Um, give the world two to three items to talk about and give them ample room to discuss these two to three items. Make everything else taboo. Right? So when we talk about rabbit holes, it's not, I'm not, there's no video for this, by the way. This is all just audio for the guys. So just, just letting you know, but, uh, the, the, um, the, the thing is it gets, it gets to a point where you're like, okay, well, if we want to argue over two or three things, and then we want to call people crazy who say things like flat earth, right? You know, you've been taught a, to argue vehemently about a small amount of topics. You've also been taught to think everything else is crazy. You've been taught this. We've been taught to mock people. We've also been taught to believe what we're told, right? Yeah. So that's, that's the big thing is when you, when you go through life believing everything that you're told without actually looking at it with a critical eye, then how do you know you haven't been led down the wrong path? Yeah, you just accept things. And it's funny too when you get down there and you're like, well, why the fuck have I always accepted this? And this is stuff you've told yourself. Like when you dissect your own beliefs and you're like, why the hell do I believe that? You know? Uh, that's that's an amazing that's an amazing journey for sure. The you you were talking about um, you were talking about dates, and again, I don't lock into dates. Uh, I don't think too many people do, but the twenty first of December comes up a lot. It yeah, comes it up a lot. 
Um, and you had been talking about solar flares. The news is talking about solar flares. I always find it interesting when the conspiracy world and CNN share the same story with different <laughs> narratives. Yeah, they're probably trying to cover it up with something, right? So yeah, what's that called? Pre 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 something programming, what have you? So Predictive people will programming, yeah. Precognitive programming. Yeah, so yeah, what's your part. take? Sorry to cut you off, man. I feel bad. We're so excited to talk. We're just talking over each other. It's good. Um, what uh, What's your take on solar flares and the coming? You know, the coming the twenty first. This was again. This was what was in your video that really caught my attention. So we're gonna we're gonna touch on this and and then go forever on everything. Um, I don't necessarily know if it's going to be a massive solar flare or anything, but I do believe that a wave of energy is going to hit the planet, which will significantly upgrade DNA and consciousness. Like if you guys aren't aware, we're literally leaving an age of Pisces and we're entering into a golden age of Aquarius, right? So the world as we know it runs on, you know, an astrological clock, right? So we're entering into this golden age, but the thing is, is we've been manipulated for so long and we've been held down by these dark entities that, you know, they're not even human at the end of the day. And again, that might sound crazy to a lot of people, but they're not. They're extra dimensional, dark, low vibrational entities. And we need to wake up to this, right? So I believe all of this was a part of a divine plan. In the 21st, you see the great conjunction, you know, the planets are aligning in the different realms. And, you know, it's prophesized that this wave of light will hit earth and return consciousness. It's, it's the return of Christ consciousness, right? So like, there's a lot of things that are in the Bible that are true as well, but you kind of have to sift through it because again, the Bible was wrote by Freemasons in, in a deceptive way, right? They, they took a lot of truth and they put it in there and they hid it for you to kind of sift through and see, right? That's the predictive programming. They say the return of Christ, but it's the return of Christ consciousness. So I believe that during these times, you know, in between the 21st and 24th, we're going to get hit with this, you know, wave of energy that will be the final step in the great awakening. That's going to allow people to understand what's really been going on. And then I believe a full disclosure is going to come about all the dark forces, you know, on the planet. And this has come through, you know, channelings and dreams and just a lot of inner work that I've been doing. Right. Because like I said before, once you, stop putting so much attention in the exterior world and turn your attention to the interior world. You receive a lot of wisdom, a lot of downloads, a lot of information that, you know, essentially you're supposed to share. Now that video I made was the most successful video I've, I've made in my life. Right. And I don't find it a coincidence that I was being told to share this information. And then that goes and blows up because, you know, people need to hear that. Do you have, um, do you have the ability actually to, you know what? I think I'm following you on the TikTok. I am going to jack your audio and put it into this podcast so that everybody can hear exactly what we were talking about. And I also, ladies and gentlemen, um, in the liner notes for the show, you are going to get linked to everything that um, that is that we're talking about. So you're going to get linked to Shelly's YouTube page, uh, to his TikTok, all that fun stuff. Um, I don't know TikTok well enough. Uh, TikTok to me was just basically, oh, this is TikTok. Got your hand in the background. There we go. This was, this was TikTok. This was TikTok to me. It was all gibberish. I didn't know what the hell it was. Um, but my friends kept saying, stick with TikTok, try TikTok. And then when you like program TikTok, like my TikTok right now is spiritual stuff, wrestling and monster trucks. Basically, that's what, that's what comes up a lot. And I'm like, I don't mind this. This isn't bad, you know? Uh, so I have to go to my thing and find you, I think, right? So I am following 
Uh, let's see if I can find you. If an infinite light three six nine. Infinite infinite light three six nine. Yeah. Very very fine. Let me hear you suck it to me one more time. Get low, get low, get low, get low. Why did California take the three six nine area code? Uh, I don't know. I find that very interesting. But if you, I don't know if you've heard about the three six nine. Nikola Tesla said, "If you discover the secrets of three six nine, you'll have a key to the universe." Essentially, mm-hmm. um, three six nine governs the universe. Again, it's all a simulation or a code, right? So that's uh, it's it's a it's a master number. I'm very into numerology as I've been receiving a lot of you know signs and synchronicities through numbers for my whole life. Um, I actually just, look at that. I was following you. Check that out. I know I was following you because you're one of the very few people that I'm like, Hey, that caught my attention. Um, and now I'm not following you. So you are, you are being forced out of follows. Ain't that some shit? Really? Yeah. Uh, okay. Which one was it? Uh, 171,000 is probably the one I'm talking about, right? Yeah. December 21st, full yeah. disclosure, and the end of the Mayan calendar. Due to all the errors in the Gregorian calendar, the Mayan calendar is actually 2020. Now, the Mayans knew that this was going to be the end of an age and the beginning of a new age, a full disclosure, a lifting of the veil. The apocalypse means apocalypsis, which is the lifting of the veil. What a lot of people don't know is we run off a cosmic clock or an astrological clock, if you will. So we're actually entering into the golden age of Aquarius. Now, it's been prophesied that during these times, December 21st to the 24th, during the Great Conjunction, we're going to see a massive solar event, which is going to be a flash of energy, which will upgrade DNA and consciousness. It's going to be the return of Christ consciousness back to Earth. This is going to be the final step of the Great Awakening, because the consciousness of the planet is going to be so high, everyone's going to wake up to what's been going on. And then a full disclosure is going to come out about all the dark forces on the planet. It's also prophesied that after the solar event, on December 21st at 1222, 4.5 billion people will take part in a mass global meditation. This will usher in the fifth dimensional reality. For more information, check my YouTube in the bio. December 21st. My question to you is on this. I really like that, you know. Um, how I good are you for a second? It's, it's 6.39 my time. Sorry. 6.39 right now. It is, isn't it? There you go. And there's a message right there in that. For sure there is. Uh, as we're just talking about it. As we're just talking about it, yep. Yeah. I just happened to look at my phone and it just kind of flashed 6.39 there. Oh, yeah. So that's, a, that's the synchronicities that you kind of look for when you spread this information is the confirmations and like the dreams and all that stuff. So it's good. I don't think it's information that you look for. I think it's information that slaps you in the face. Yes. Now, I just had, I just had a, um, a huge numerology report done by a very, very wonderful woman. And now would be a great time to plug her, but I, I, uh, I will. I'm actually going to have her on the show. She, she's, not, uh, she's not cheap, but she's not expensive. And beautifully, my report cost me $333. And I'm like, that is the wow. exact amount it needed to pay or it needed to be. I'm like, I'm like, I don't care what you're offering me. I'm going to pay that price because of, of, of her message, how she delivers and, and that coinciding price. Um, and she says, you know, uh, the, the neat thing was she goes, when she did my intake, she's, she's, cause your numerology report is basically just your name, your time of birth and your birth date. Um, and, uh, she says, I wonder if I'm going to find any nines. And they found three, three nines, two fives and a two or something like that. That was my main takeaway. Um, and I, again, I'm not the biggest understander of this, but she called me out. The neatest thing about this numerology business was she called me out on the, the stages of life. You know, you're going to go at this age, you're going to change at this age was a change. These are the junctions in your life. 
And every single thing that she pointed out was what I had already understood in my life. The message that was already in me that the change was going to come. And she nailed the previous changes in my life. 14 or zero to 14, 14 to 27, 27 to 37. And now I'm, I'm moving on to the next one, which is 46, which is just the weirdest thing for me because those were the, the defining moments in my life. But how could, how could she have known that? And the only way she could have known that was by reading the numerolo- numerolo- numerological ethos that is clearly open to anyone that can understand it. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just along for the ride at this point. It's interesting because, you know, for ever since my spiritual awakening, I was, you know, a lot of people, when they go through a spiritual awakening, the, the, the numbers that they get the most are 11-11, right? Like 11-11, make a wish. It's like, why do they say that? Because your angels are super close to you. They're tapped into you. They're trying to get your attention, right? And I remember waking up dead asleep and I actually have the screenshot on my phone still. And it was one eleven on October 11th with 11% of my battery. And I was like, wow, right? Yeah. And I was, I was born on nine one nine one nine nine one that's my birthday ones and nines yeah and i was born 11 days early on the 37th minute into my birthday and well, 37 it's it's it just goes on and on and on 37 is one of my lucky numbers 37 and 46 are two prime numbers for me 37 in numerology is probably one of the the highest numbers that there is if you take 37 times by any multiple of three six nine once again it's always mm-hmm. a master number 111 222 333 444 it goes on and on and on to infinity that's incredible 37 37 has has surrounded me my entire life that's, when that's I, when a, I, this is why we're connecting right now yeah probably yeah it, and it's the weirdest thing like it, things that i can't even think of like my my grandmother's phone number when i lived in toronto and she lived in ottawa was uh her number was six nine two three seven three seven I lived at 37 Folkway, right? Like 37 has just literally been everywhere in my life. And then 46 introduced itself into my life a little bit later on, but legitimately everywhere. When I, when I uh, moved out West, I came out here to, uh, to play hockey and, you know, to work a job, to save money, to, to uh, start a business, all that stuff. But when I came out here to play hockey, the, the hockey team that I came and played for, they were established in 1937 <laughs> and 37's on my Jersey. Holy shit. Yeah, man. You and I are destined to be best friends. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'll send you that. I'll send you. There's a, there's a breakdown of the number that I saw a really long time ago and um, it's on Instagram. So I'll send it to you. But yeah, it's, it's 37 is like the king in numerology straight up. So I was born the 37th minute into my birthday, 11 days earlier than the doctors predicted. So like my birth certificate says 00379191991. So I know this is all destined. I know I came here at a specific time to remind myself why I came here to share this message, to spread love and wisdom and, and, and really usher in this new age because we've been suffering for so long. Humanity has been under control for so long. So what's your... What's your take? And this, I'm jumping right into this. What's your take on soul contracts then? I believe that, you know, we all come here for a specific reason and we sign a contract to come here. It's like you're on a job, right? Like you're, you're on a job and every single person that you interact with in this lifetime, you've signed a soul contract with. Like if it's a person that's hurt you, you know, if it's a relationship that you've had that didn't work out or whatever, like they were supposed to be in your life for a reason to teach you a lesson that you needed to know in order to grow. Right. So Mm -hmm there's been times where I haven't been able to let go of past drama and stuff. And through the downloads and research that I've done, it's like, if you just visualize you and that person and ripping up that soul contract and forgiving, that's the best way to let go. 
So I do believe that we all signed a contract to come here to be a part of this great awakening. One of my, one of my favorite quotes is the minute I learned that you were my lesson, not my enemy, um, life became easier. And there are a lot of people in this world. The funny thing is there are a lot of people in this world that, that you've done wrong and you're not even aware you've done it. You know, you cut that guy off in traffic. He spilled the coffee on his pants. He lost confidence. He lost the job. He lost his house. He lost his wife because of you, <laughs> right? That's, that's some fucked up shit. And you, and you know, and you're like, that's really extreme, but I like it. <laughs> well, I mean, why, why we're not, we're not here dancing. And that's the thing about extremes. You got to go out there. Yeah. You've got to go out to the extremes to find your, you know, your happy medium. But at the same time, you know, like I have friends, I've been cut off, violently cut off in traffic. And my friend's like, I can't believe you didn't even honk the horn. I'm like, you know what? At some point somewhere, you know, I did that to somebody. Like, I don't care. You know, there's nothing I can do about that. But there are people out there that fucking hate you, regardless of anything. And no matter how good a person you are in somebody's story, you're the bad guy. Yeah. And you have to understand that that's the way it's designed, right? Yeah. And those people are simply designed to be those people to distract you from who you truly are. Right. So it's like, where do you want to put your attention? Right. Because you know, on that video, I got just as much love as I got hate. And that's just how it works. That's the balance of life. Right. So it's up to you where you want to, you know, devote your attention. Do you want to put all your attention to these haters and comment and all that stuff and, and try to change their mind, which just drains your energy and vibration in general, or do you just want to keep feeding the love? Right. So, you know, it, it's up to you to just kind of, you know, take what you will, ignore the hate and move forward with what you believe and just stay true to yourself because you always have to speak your truth no matter how much your voice shakes. And it's as simple as that because if you don't, then you're not being authentic and you'll always, always, always regret later not being your authentic self. So if I have a message for anyone, it's just to be who you truly are and never conform to anyone else never you know change who you are for anyone else because that will never bring you happiness happiness is found within and it's found with being authentic yeah conformity creates prisons yeah um the 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 interesting thing about the hate you know on my on my instagram account we you know i've talked about this a few times it's been shadow banned uh because when this when this huge thing started going off and uh, donald trump was starting to win you know uh, and and i had a few other accounts i one of my accounts obviously uh i from the same post basically i was piggybacking from instagram to to um instagram to uh, to twitter and twitter i got banned i got banned for like banter life if anything comes near my ip address on twitter kicked off what'd you do um, I was just raising awareness of the fact that the story is kind of bullshit and, and it's, it's, but I was doing it in a positive manner, right? I'm sharing, I'm sharing facts. Like, why would this be a thing? Why would that be a thing? And it was a, it was a, I think it was a Joe Biden tweet that got me shut down. Um, and that was, that was long before Joe Biden was publicly announced as, as the main guy to, to run the show. Uh, Joe Biden, by the way, just won man of the year somehow. <laughs> if that doesn't go to show you that this whole thing is a fucking joke. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, and Hunter Biden, CNN finally admitted that Hunter Biden might not be as straight shooting as possible. And somebody in the Biden camp is sleeping with a Chinese spy. They're like, maybe we should talk about this stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, and the, the interesting thing. It's a circus, man. It's a circus. It's a, it's yeah. a, what do they call that on TV? The drama. Yeah. They call, it's a drama. And when you step out, there's another thing too. People like you're, people are so programmed into the television that they don't understand that, that, that you know, fucking uh, Becky, what's her nuts going to prison over her kids is just as real as, as Full House. She's just playing a different part and a different character. And all of these things are designed to make you, you know, feel afraid. Like uh, 
uh, Al Capone didn't go to prison for tax evasion. Wesley Snipes was never in jail for tax fraud. These are all stories that they, 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 they made you. The, the, the most recent one is this. So when I was a kid growing up, one of the greatest movies in the entire world, because I was a child, was No Holds Barred. You know, and that, that was Hulk Hogan and Zeus Tiny Lister. And then he was, Zeus was Debo in uh, Friday. If you haven't seen Friday, by all means, get out there and watch Friday. It's funny as fuck. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's Ice Cube. And if you are, if, you've, if you, you probably have, you've dabbled with Saturn. Uh, Ice Cube is the black cube. So Ice Cube is black cube. And Ice Cube is so much more symbolic than anyone would even know. The actor Ice Cube, whatever his real name is. Mm. Uh, he is the black cube of Saturn. And that's a really, uh, really interesting thing. That's what he represents. That's his representation. Um, now, I forgot what I was talking about because I was talking about 18 million different things. Oh, yeah, Zeus. So in the storyline, Zeus died today. Tiny Lister died today. The guy that played Debo and the guy that played Zeus in the, in the No Holds Barred movie. Um, and the, art, the, the article was not even two lines in when they said he died of COVID-related symptoms. Of course. And there was no proof of it. There was no nothing. It's just that he said he had an appointment at some point and then... And then he couldn't breathe and then he died. So everyone's like, this guy was huge. And all of a sudden he's dying at 60 years old from COVID, right? Because people that watch the news are like, if it can happen to him, it can happen to me. It's, and, just, a, it's just propaganda to spread fear, right? Yeah. That's all it is, right? And he's just an actor. So he's probably just off somewhere in a club going, I'm not dead, but that character is now dead. So I got to move on to do something else. And it's like, hey, yeah. you're not getting any movie roles. The movies, it's all dried up. Do you want to go out this way? Yeah, yeah. Send me out in the COVID, the COVID fashion. I don't know if you've heard of this, but COVID, if you look at COVID, stands for Certificate of Vaccination Identification. Mm -hmm. And 19 in the alphabet is A. AI. Yes. Yeah, now, absolutely. Now, if you're not being able to breathe and stuff is caused by 5G radiation. I mean, it's a, it's a simple cover up. Like, let's just create this fake virus and to, and and now the second wave comes out right when you know it's flu season now that everyone gets the flu they think they have covid and everyone's going to be super scared so this virus is going to be energetic and it's going to manifest because we're all co-creators of our reality right so when you when you pump the masses full of lies through the media they start to believe those lies and they start to create that reality like like the the population is literally creating the reality that these dark forces want with their minds that's that's how crazy it all is that it it holds up the matrix like glue just their ideas and thoughts and they drain your energy by fear when you're scared that's how they get their energy right so that the last thing they want is people like you and me who you know aren't in fearful states who you know tend to spread love and good energy that's the last thing they want and yeah it's it's such a freeing thing to like not be in fear you know yeah. And it's funny because people can say to me, people have said to me, and this is what I wanted to talk about earlier. I, I, again, I'm all over the place. I'm really excited. I'm really enjoying this conversation. Thank you. The, uh, um, the hate, the hate from your message, like as much as the positive I got, I got hate. And so the shadow ban that, that took place started a few years ago on my account. And, you know, we, we've been dropped back to, we've been, we've been throttled back to easily 1%, one, one, between 1% and 10%. Is, is kind of where I operate and it used to bother me, but now I'm like, you know what? It, the funny thing is it, it brings me and the world brings me where I need to be. So yeah. where before I was like, I need more people to see me. I realize now that it's the people that's the right people. And I just focus on not nothing for them to see and everything for me to share. So intentionality, intentionality is really big. Sorry to cut you off, but intentionality yeah. is really big in that where you just put out the intentions for it to reach the proper audience. Right. Because that's yeah. your job. That's what yeah. you're supposed to do. 
and I've had a lot more fun with it. So the, the throttle back at first, which sucked, turned into a blessing, which is kind of like how everything really works. But one thing I'd had enough of and I didn't want to share with my audience was the trolls. And one thing that I preach 100% is once you, and this, this, this quote comes from a Stephen King book and my audience has heard it a thousand times, but once, if you, the, the book was 1962 and it was about them trying to go back and prevent the Kennedy assassination. And he says in the book, the more you push against the past, the more the past pushes back. In other words, they're racing towards, you know, this destination thing that they have to change and the, the, the tire blows out. Then they change the tire and the transmission goes, right? So the past is pushing back. Mm-hmm. Um, that happens in this world. The more you push against the energy, the energy that they hand you, the more they are aware of you and the more they push back against you. Again, also, to, to quote the matrix. Yeah. It also manifests too, right? If you're, if you're putting your attention there, you're mm-hmm. manifesting that. If you're like, yo, I'm, sh- I'm shadow banned and all that stuff. And that's very hard to do is to not think about that. Or like, you know, they're, they're constantly shadowing my, you know, my posts and all that stuff. If you're always thinking that, then you're creating that reality for yourself as well. Yeah. Right. So it kind of works in a dual world. It, it, yeah. It's true. Yeah. And it's like, it's a, it's a vicious cash money too. Like which came first, you know, the shadow ban or the thought of the shadow ban. Nice. Uh, and, but the, 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 the comments, the more you push, right. You, you can, and because my Instagram account is pure positivity and it's just open thought positivity nowadays, you get a lot of assholes running their mouths. But you realize, you know, the more you go that these people are just speaking their darkness, right? But you get some people that are so dark and so twisted that they just say anything, right? And they're looking for the, the craziest, I, got, I can see you got something to say, but I'll just get this out there and we'll jump to you. The craziest people say the craziest fucking shit, bottom line. And, you know, it's funny because it's like one of my favorite quotes is, you know, just because I'm highly spiritual now doesn't mean I didn't come from the gangster life. Like w- watch what you're pushing. And one thing I can attest to in my lifetime and in my circle of people here, the most enlightened and the most spiritual people out there at one point in their lives were probably the biggest fuck you thugs. And these people will fuck you up, right? But they're spiritual now and they, they do things differently. But there's a quote and a term that I absolutely adore. And it's, you are not capable of pure kindness if you aren't capable of absolute evil, because there's and and that that doesn't make sense to a lot of people, but it means like if you're always kind, then that's the way you are. But if you're actually capable of stabbing a man and you choose kindness, that's a huge proper strength. You were gonna say? Yeah, I was gonna say it's their it's their way of projecting who they are at you. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you judge people, you're really just judging yourself because you know, really everyone is just a reflection of yourself. It's a mirror. Right. And you're right. Like even before that I, I became spiritual, I was fighting a lot. Like I I've hurt a lot of people. I've gotten a lot of trouble. I've got arrested, yep. you know, and, and that's kind of what you kind of have to go through in order to find yourself. Sometimes you have to go through those things. Again, it could just be a part of the soul contract where you have to go through those trials and tribulations in life in order to snap you out of the, the deep sleep state. People have to go through traumatic experiences in order to understand who they truly are. It's just as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Right. And you, you find this a lot with a lot of people that I talk to and I coach and I mentor and stuff. They go through these traumatic experiences. They don't understand, you know, they have that victim mindset where it's like, why are these things happening to me? Not understanding that it's for you. Like these things are happening for you. So, you know, most of these people that come at us with hate, you know, it's just, it's just them reflecting 
who they truly are, right? Because they hate themselves. So they have to come at other people with hate. And that's just a learning curve that they have to, you know, kind of go through and, and evolve from at some point, if any point in this lifetime. More importantly, they, they, their hatred towards you is for you. Therefore, you have to reflect on what they're doing and you have to grow from their reaction. You have to be like, that shit's not about me. But I needed to see that and hear that and experience that for me to grow as an individual. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, fighting, jail, all that sort of stuff. If you and I and anyone that's really elevating themselves in the spiritual realm didn't have something fucked up to ground them, to be like, I'm trying to not ever be this person anymore, you know, that sort of thing that we, there's no way that you could, I don't think there's any way that you could change. And I say that because again, the highest powered people I know, when I say high powered, I mean the people that are speaking the strongest and most truest message have the darkest backgrounds. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's, that's, uh, that's just a, a natural, a natural thing because it's, that's what fuels, in my opinion, that's what fuels, that's what fuels. Yeah. It's, it's a dual it's, world, right? Yeah. You got to understand yeah. that for as much love as there is out there, there's just as much hate for as much evil, you know, there, there's just as much good night, day, dark, white. It's just like everything in the natural world is balanced. You have to have those emotions in order to experience the other. You wouldn't even know what love is if there wasn't hate or evil on the other side, you wouldn't even know what love is. It would just be a, an emotion that you feel all the time. You would just feel that and you wouldn't even know what it is. It's like a, a, a fish swimming in water. You know, they'd be like, what water? What's you water? What yeah. yeah. How's the water today, boys? What's the water? <laughs> what water are you talking about? They don't yeah. know because that's the only thing they know. That's, that's the, ladies and gentlemen, that's the adage. That's the fish. That's the two young fish swimming upstream and the old fish swims past them and says, hey boys, how's the water today? The fish is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Also, your quote, it, it always brings me back. When I was a kid, there was a show called Beavis and Butthead on TV. And this quote came from Beavis and Butthead, and it stuck with me my entire life. And that quote was, you got to have stuff that sucks to have stuff that's cool. Uh, and that, you know, that's the duality. You know, uh, Alan Watts, white implies black, dark implies light, good implies evil. Um, and you have to have something to reference. Picture a ball flying through space, but nothing to reference it. There's no point of reference anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. All all creation, all creation essentially comes from the darkness, right? So, and and it's funny because when you isolate yourself in a period of darkness for long enough, like if you, if you research, you know, the ancient Egyptians and uh, the Mayans, and there's always a, a story or a period of time where, you know, these people would retreat into caves, right? Because what they were trying to do is if you isolate yourself in darkness for long enough, you'll activate your pineal and you'll, you'll witness the light that you have within you. So it's like, why do you think you were conditioned and programmed your whole entire life to be afraid of the dark, you know, through movies and all that stuff? And people hmm. are literally terrified of the dark because they don't want you to open up your third eye. But when you have understand you- it... Have you taken a swing at the Terrence McKenna hero dose? No, no. I, I mean, <laughs> that, that's probably one thing that, I mean, I've, I've, I've dabbled in psychedelics. Like I've done DMT. I have not done ayahuasca yet. Obviously I've done psilocybin LSD. I've done quite a bit, um, but I've never done a, a heroic dose. And I think the ego is scared of, that's the one thing that, that, that I kind of get like a little bit of a fear from is is something like that or having almost an out of body experience. And I don't understand why, but it's the ego trying to kind of ground itself. You said you did DMT. 
Yes. That's the that's the, the strongest, worst, most terrifying one to do. And you're like, I did this one, but I haven't done the other ones. Yeah, I, haven't done <laughs> I think ayahuasca <laughs> would be a little bit more terrifying because DMT is a very uh, short-lived, um, only five-minute uh, progress. And I've never had an out-of-body experience when smoking but, DMT. But with DMT, you're you're there for like hours, even though it's only five minutes. Yes. Yes. And if, if you have an out-of-body experience, but um, you know, you have to get to your yourself to a point where you have an out-of-body experience. And if see, like if you're smoking a DMT pen, you take like two hits and then that third hit is what you need to, you know, kind of break through to, to, to leave the body. But after those two hits, like the walls are fucking caving in on you. So you're like, yeah, I'm good, man. You know? So it's, it's a little bit difficult to get to that point. And I've never, got to that point yet and like i said i mean i think the ego kind of holds me back from that true out-of-body experience i've heard that the dmt realm is so synonymous that people are actually hitting dmt and mapping the realm they're mapping it i don't know if you've heard anything about that but you can look into dmt mapping and it's like people everyone goes to the same place right that's the story it, makes sense. And, and and yeah, it does make sense. I've never done DMT. Uh, and I mean, when you talk about uh, people going into caves, uh, I've technically retreated into a cave for, for the past three years. I work socially. I interconnect with people and every single person's at arm's length, arm's length. I remove myself from society. When I hit my last level up, when I hit my last uh, uh, temporal breakthrough, when I fully understood a certain, like basically when I got through, like there are waking up, I mean, the way I look at waking up, there's, there's, there's people who are dead asleep. Then there's people who are woke. Then there's people who are awoken. Then there's people who are awake. And then there's people who are enlightened. And then there's probably multiple levels of enlightenment. Um, I, so every single one of those shattering, like when I shattered through to enlightened, I guess would be where I would consider myself right now. Um, living in the fifth dimension almost permanently now, but uh, it took me years to get here. And, and it's funny when I get angry or agitated and I, and I drift right back into the third dimension and I'm like, Oh, what the fuck did I, how did I get here? And I, yeah. And then I just start laughing at it. I'm like, fuck, this is dumb. But <laughs> uh, you have the awareness though, like having the awareness is key for everything in life. So if you're actually aware, you know, where you are at oh. all, at all times, that's certainly advantageous. Yeah. yeah. I have a hard time. I have a hard time with, with, um, physical, uh, the physical realm right now, because I'm not, basically I'm a raw nerve. So I, what happened to me was I, when I woke up, I was like, this is dumb, right? I quit drinking and drugs and I quit smoking and I quit everything. I quit bacon. I quit everything that was unhealthy for me. And then my body went into complete shutdown. Basically I was bedridden for an entire year from sciatica pain, from additional pains. You know, one of my drugs of choice was, was, uh, was Percocets. I fucking love that shit, you know? And I, and, and it was, the, the biggest shames that I ever had shit that I would never talk about shit that I hid from so many people was a cocaine addiction. You know, it was like an eight ball or two a week, no problem. And you know, these were all things that, that I, that I, that I hid that basically that owned me. So when I removed myself from society, I removed myself from everything that was possible for me to get involved with. And I knew cigarettes were no good and drinking was no good and drugs. I didn't need any of this stuff. I didn't need any of it at all. Um, and that was, that was a huge thing. So as I sit here right now, it almost sounds like that was nothing for me to say, but the first time I shared that, you know, it was like, it was like me snapping the chains. Like I just admitted my biggest fear to everyone that they would find out that I was a fucking loser 
right? But I had to be that loser to get to where I'm going. And I'm not even halfway there, which yeah. is, it's so fucking amazing. And it's so, it's gotta be cool for you too, because you're 10 years younger than me. And I know full well that, that awakening has nothing to do with age because every single person, like age is, age is just it's a number. It's yeah. It's, it's, it's based on this realm and this reality. Yeah. What is time really? If you yeah. want to get into it. Right. So, well, there's a thing like a soul. We were talking about soul contracts. And if we, if we jump back to it, it's like you could picture your mother, for example, the two of you and whoever else that was in this soul contract, 10 of you could have signed this deal and you all jumped into the game at the same time. Right. Your mom showed up 20 years before you, but you all jumped in at the same time. time yeah. and, and then when the game's over, you all jump out at the same time. You know, even though your mom might've been dead for 20 years, you all take the helmets off at the same time. You know, kind that's kind of how I view it. Everything is stacked on top of each other instead of linear. Right. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I know some people uh, that are like 20 years old. I, I had the, the honor of having a, a, a conversation with uh, this one lady and she's, she was 20 years old. And she, I, I got this huge sense from her that she was like wiser than me. And I'm like, this lady, you know, you know, so we don't know what our triggers are that wake us up. But I know that, you know, maybe, you know, I still think in third dimension, maybe I don't have as much time as you. And you had a 10 year head start on, on, on it than me, you know, but in, in reality, you and I could both be in this same car crash, you know, 20 years from now, we both go out on the same date. There's nothing's guaranteed. Everything is to be experienced in that sense. I think that, um, as far as the soul is concerned, right? The soul gathers wisdom along its evolutionary journey, right? So some souls are just older than others. Yeah. You know, it's just as simple as that. And, and that's where, you know, when, when you hear the, the term old soul, it's like I came in here already knowing what I, what I know, but you have to go through this realm of forgetting because that's the, the contract you sign and, you know, that's your mission. So you, you forget all of your past lives and all your experiences prior to this lifetime. And then, now, when you're coming across this information and it, it gives you chills, it's resonating within you because, you know, you already know that. It's a, so that's why some of the things that I'm speaking about, it's like, this isn't new information. I, I know that I came here to be a part of this great awakening. Mm-hmm. The first person that I actually, um, that actually introduced all of this to me, I don't know if you've heard of her, Dolores Cannon. She is, uh, she was a hypnotherapist and she was doing deep hypnosis therapy on thousands of patients. She was literally curing people of fourth stage breast cancers, Alzheimer's, AIDS, all that stuff within an hour because the mind creates disease. The mind can also cure disease. She wasn't curing them. The patient was curing it because she was just able to access this part of the mind. Anyways, she was able to access, you know, this information through all of her patients it was all the same information she called it like the higher self or whatever and this is where all this stuff was introduced you know the new earth and the in the total split that was going to happen and it just opened up my eyes to so much stuff she's literally world renowned obviously suppressed from the mainstream but where is she um, now she's she passed away she passed away but highly suggest researching dolores cannon you know the three waves of volunteers in the new earth so essentially the story is, you know, humanity has been, again, enslaved for an extremely long time from these dark entities, the reptilians, whatever you want to call them. What was the name of that book? The Three Waves of Volunteers and the New Earth. You could could check out the episode on YouTube as well. Now, how it's known is there is extraterrestrials, the Pleiadians, we call them angels, maybe just more advanced beings than we are that watch over earth that have been watching over us and guiding us with love and light for a long time. And they can't, you know, 
physically come and interfere with what's been going on. So what they did is they did, they devised a plan where volunteers w- were seated into this realm to raise their own vibration in turn raising the vibration of the planet and helping it ascend into the fifth dimension because the reptilians can't live in a high vibrational state. That's why they've been keeping everything low vibrational as you can see your whole entire life, right? So we were seated here to raise our own vibration and to raise the vibration of the planet. And this is where I heard all this. And once I, once I started researching Dolores Cannon a lot more, it was like, boom, like th- this stuff was giving me chills. And it just like, this is my reality. This is why I came here. And I just started diving deep into it. And ever since then, it's just been nonstop downloads and dreams and just like crazy fucking synchronicities that I can't even explain. Just that just like, it, it's just unbelievable. Right. So you just got to look inside. <laughs> you just have to look within and you, you'll find the answers that you need. It's as simple as that. Have you um, taken in uh, inter outwitting the devil? How do you mean the book? Have you read the book? Oh, outwitting no. the devil? No, I haven't. So that is Napoleon Hill. If I'm not mistaken, it's not Dale Carnegie. It's, yeah, it's Napoleon Hill outwitting the devil. And in this book, he's having an interview with the quote unquote, the devil. And they, they talk about, about this. I heard about this. Yeah. Yeah. So the book was banned and the book's got a macabre story around it. Yada, yada, yada. And they didn't want the book to be released. And if you listen to it now, it's fascinating. This book was like the thirties. It was written and then it was released in the sixties and it still holds true today. So who the devil is in this book is one of the elites. And it's a fascinating tale of what the elites are doing and how they're manipulating the schools and the this and the that and how they've divided the family. So the father goes to work, the mother goes to work and the kids go off to um, um, a brainwash camp. And, you know, nobody's got anything to do with anybody inside the family unit and everybody relies on the government or whatever. Um, he talks, he goes on and on and on about all kinds of stuff that, that, would, that, you know, we would get you smoking cigarettes. We would get you, we would show weakness. We would, we would get you to not believe in yourself. We would cause pain, strife, anguish, all this sort of stuff. Uh, he goes on and on and on about that. Now, on top of that, they he talks about how you can only ask me certain questions. I will only give you direct answers. You know, I will not exp- I will not expunge upon anything. You have to be specific with what you ask. Um, I have another article which was a a conversation with an elite, and I'm going to bring that up right now. I'm not going to read the thing because it's actually quite extensive, but I will put it in the liner notes. It's called the Secret Covenant. Um, I'll put it in the liner notes uh, so that the audience members can read it and I'll send it to you. Um, but this is a conversation uh, with one of the elites, another one. So the interview with the devil was an elite and the interview or this, this, the secret covenant uh, interview with the elites is another elite. And what I took from the, the two of them, when I merged the two of them in my head, the knowledge from both um, was simply that. So like, the fact that these guys are as evil as they are, they needed to be quote unquote evil to wake us up. If the celebrities out there were just eating green jelly beans instead of babies, we wouldn't know that they're evil. You know, if Epstein just simply had an Island with a swing set on it, we wouldn't know that they're evil. If Epstein's Island wasn't connected to Joe Biden's Island by submarine that Ghislaine Maxwell has her submarine license for uh, all facts, we wouldn't know. We wouldn't know to wake up. And in the article, these guys say, we don't want to do this. We need to do this. We signed on to do this to raise your vibration. Interesting. 
so that you would be aware of it. And when that, when that slapped me in the face with that information, that immediately removed from me the ability to say good and evil. Man. Because if, if, if they're doing all this evil for the sole purpose of waking us up, and then you apply that to the, to the 144,000, which is in the Bible, which is uh, the Jehovah's Witness, I believe. The 4,400 are everywhere. The 44,000 are everywhere. The, the original tone is 144,000. If you consider that 144,000 of us entered the game at the same time, and we're all in this and we're all waking up together, and there's only 144,000 of us, and the rest of us go out the window, that also brings into account the Georgia Guidestones. The Georgia Guidestones then have a hell of a lot more clarity as opposed to being evil. They're just telling you what the hell's going on. And then, you know, you tie in all of these certain aspects with everything that can also be tied into this. And you start to realize that there's a high likelihood that there are non-player characters out there that are just simply doing things. You know, Hillary Clinton isn't a real person and the baby that she eats isn't a real person. The two of them exist to wake us up, you know, but there are, this comes again from, what you were talking about, how these guys, you know, these other factions, these Pleiadians, these reptilians, they're all here. But the evil ones, the ones that we know to be evil, exist to wake us up. And if they're here being as evil as possible to wake us up, are they really evil? And I don't know. There was so that's, much more of that. That's so interesting. And uh, yeah, I got to chime in there because that, that resonated so deeply because I've had this epiphany before. Like if you, if you didn't see all the evil and all that in the world, how would you even be aware of who you truly are? It's kind of it, like it's there to force you to wake up to that reality, to wake up to the matrix and all that stuff. And it's funny because Dolores Cannon also talked about how there was, it's just your movie, right? This is your movie. This is your yeah. play. You're the main character and how a lot of people here, they're just backdrop people. They're just filling the roles. They're not even real. They're just energy. Yeah. Right. Just non-player characters. <laughs> They're bots, right? They're bots at the end of the day. Yeah, just like you said, non-player characters. So all that stuff that you just said resonated so deeply within me. That's why I was getting chills the whole time you were talking there. <laughs> and it's crazy because I've, I've never actually heard, I've heard of, you know, the book, but I've never, you know, read it before. But I think it was destined for me to hear that now. You have to, you have to. I don't know if you have audiobooks. I mean, definitely get audible. You know, an audible account is phenomenal because you can take that shit with you wherever you go. Right. Um, and and I, I recommend that to anyone, anyone listening, get an audible account. I mean, I've got, if you want the top 10 books to get for audible, sure. With new information comes, you know, obviously new ways of thinking. And and I'm also going to send you the the, the, the secret covenant, uh, the article to read. It's, it's, it's a nice read. It's a decent read. It, uh, and it's fascinating. The interesting thing too, about what you just said with regards to Dolores is, how could I have known what she knew if it's so far out into left field? How could we have both had the same message? Yep. And that, that to me dictates that, you know, you, when, you, when you tap into source, you tap into source. Source exists for a reason. Source exists to be tapped into. All around us. Yeah. And then, well, that's it too. Everything around us is abundance. We are surrounded by abundance and we create scarcity. Yes. We invent scarcity. So well, how do you, yeah. So how do you get rid of scarcity? Well, you just get rid of it. It's that simple. Abundance is right there once you dismiss scarcity. I think that's one of the biggest tests for a lot of you know, people and souls is just to understand that you already have what you think you need, right? And it's just like the law of attraction is very real, but people just think that they need to think something in existence. It's not that simple. Like you literally need to become. It is that simple. It is yeah. that simple. If you look around, look at that thing behind you, that beautiful tarp. 
right? That's an elephant. That's a fantastic piece of, of that the audience won't be able to see, but I can. Right? <laughs> Beautiful tapestry. Why is that there? Because you wanted it there. So in your mind, you're like, you know what would go good here? This tapestry. And then what happened? It got there. You put it there. Just because we live in a material world that takes a little bit longer to properly manifest what we have inside our mind, right? People are like, no, no, I just put that there. It didn't just show up. Well, nothing fucking just shows up. If you have a thought, if you say to yourself, I love my house, but I could really use a third car or a three-car garage, well, guess what happens? You go out there and you bust your balls and you build yourself whatever you need to build to acquire that car, right? You sit around here. Like today, I just picked up, and, and this is some fun stuff because I'm jumping into some major uh, cinematography and, 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 and really stepping up the online presence of this whole shebang. I got uh, the new, I can't, it's still plugging. I got the new drone. Oh, nice. So I got the, the Mavic Mini, right? And this is like, I've wanted this thing for a year. It's not expensive. It was 500 bucks Canadian, which to you Americans is around 3250 So it, was, it wasn't expensive, but it's what I wanted, right? So when you decide you want something, you then go about manifesting it, which is what blows people away because they're like, oh, I wish I had this. Well, if you wished hard enough, you would have it. And if you all want proof that that's happening to you, every single thing that you have right now in your life is what you've created. And it is a, a, a resemblance, a level of what you've, of, of how far you've, you were willing to go to get it, right? That's where you are. There are a lot of people like, no, I want a Ferrari and I want this and I want that. The reality is you don't want that. The television told you you wanted that, and now you feel shitty as a person because you don't have the Porsche and the Ferrari and the 18-car garage. When you don't fucking need any of that shit. All that stuff is is just work harder for somebody else so that you don't focus on who you are and what you're doing and why you're here. Yep. Ugh, I get on rant sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, I know with the law, the law of attraction – it, it's there's there's some factors you know like what i've learned in my experience anyways like you, you you definitely have the thought and the thought was there if i wanted that tapestry i saw it online you know i'm like yo that, that would look nice wherever and then i buy it and then i put it up right so you know that is a clear example of the law of attraction when you're attracting bigger things i've noticed that your energy and your vibration and the feelings are what attract the most right it's it's having those feelings you know, you can't have a thought of abundance, but you're feeling lack. If you're feeling lack and you're always wishing, you're just like wishing you had something, therefore affirming that you don't actually have it and still feeling that you don't have it, those feelings are being put out to manifest, right? So in my experience, I found that the best way to attract something is to literally become it. It's like, who is Sheldon when he has whatever I'm attracting? What type of person am I? What, what do I do on a daily basis? What books do I read? Become that actual person. And then that will start to manifest in your life. That's what I found with the law of attraction. But there's a lot of, you know, things, if factors that go into it and you literally have to be monitoring quite a bit, right? So it is, a, it is work. When I, when I was the biggest douchebag, I had massively douchebag friends. <laughs> and that's the funniest thing because you're like, you just become what you want. And when you're non-cognizant of what you're doing, like I'm just a pile of shit. So all my friends are piles of shit too. No offense to all my, well, actually, you know what? I have like, two, three friends left from before I, I went into my cave as per. Um, and, and they're like, you know, you find out, you find out where you stand and it's not about them. You find out who you are and you make choices as to who you're willing to allow into your life and who you're allow, who you're going to allow to spiritually touch you, physically touch you because energy transference is real, yes. you know? And it, it's just such a cool thing. Like, you know, you, you spoke on 
you know, the masks earlier and 5G and all that sort of stuff. And the, the, the crazy thing is people are, you know, breathing in these, these 5Gs and, and these people are having these experiences. And so now if we go existential with what you just said, rebreathing your own air is really not good for you. Terrible and, the, for and the number one argument is doctors do it. You know, first yeah. and foremost, doctors do it for a specific amount of time. And then they have like a day or two off. If they have to do an 18 hour surgery, it's very rare. They got people wearing masks at the gyms and shit, man. Like, it's in, and they're saying to wear it so tight to your face and stuff. Like, it's it's obvious. It's obvious once you're awake to what's going on. But again, I mean, I think that all the people that are like generally just wearing masks because they think it's good for their health are the bots because that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, they're there to they're there to argue with you as well, yeah. and they're also there to make you question what you're doing. Um, but rebreathing air, rebreathing your own air anywhere is terrible. Any argument that you want to put out there is, you know, it's not it's moot because. The doctors have specific masks, right? We don't have those masks. They're saying, put a piece of cloth on your face. Fucking nobody gives a shit. Just wear something dumb over your face. And that's, you know, that's mind control. But that cover exists. Your, cover your facial features, right? Yeah, don't smile. It's also, there's, ladies and gentlemen, too, uh, if you haven't heard me talk about this, there is a very specific reason that they say stay six feet apart. Uh, and that has everything to do with your heart energy. Your heart energy radiates six feet around you and allows you to connect with humanity. But not if you're just staying six feet apart and you're afraid of everybody. They want you disconnected. They don't want you connected as one as a whole, right? So that's why I'm preaching everything I'm preaching, especially on the 21st of December. This is a good, good segue. I've also been told, you know, through these downloads and dreams and stuff like that to spread the message about a mass global meditation, which will take place at 1222 Central Standard Time. So that'd be one 122 your time. Eastern is my time, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Pacific, you're on your own. I have no idea what's going on in Los Angeles. Actually, I will say this. If you're in LA and you want to come on the show, let me know what the hell's going on over there because this whole thing that we perceive and we see over here, it just looks like you guys are crazy. Also, with regards to you, you're in Calgary or Edmonton? I'm in Saskatchewan. Okay. So when are you losing your gym? Uh, I hope never. <laughs> well, you haven't been announced yet? Probably soon. Uh, they haven't announced it yet, no. Because Alberta just shut down. So I, I know my buddies that are like, and they, get, they got notice. They're like, the, 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 COVID has decided that as of next Monday, it's going to ramp its shit up. So they're allowing the gyms to stay open until Monday. Um, and yeah, we in Toronto that we've lost, I lost my gym like months ago, months and it's ridiculous, right? You know, what's open, everything that's open. So if you look at everything that's still open and everything that's shut down, have you heard about Adamson's barbecue out there? Did you catch that in the news at all? This guy over here in Toronto put up a fight and like the, the, there's like 800 police showed up to make sure he didn't open the third day in a row. Meanwhile, right down the street, Costco selling hot dogs, you know, no problem. Right. So, but this was like this, what this was, was a fascinating thing. Cause you look at the people watching this story and they're like, he's fighting the system. But what you are not knowing, what you're not seeing is that people are burning down Walmarts all over Canada. And that's not making the news because they don't want anyone repeating that. They don't want that energy getting out there. But Adamson's barbecue does make the news because what they wanted to showcase was that if you try to stand against us, we will ruin you. Right. So everyone needs to understand that certain things are selective. Now, how can they, anyone listening to this might be saying, how can they go from fifth dimensional conversations to random rhetoric that happens in the third <laughs> dimension? 
And the reason that we can jump back and forth on this topic is because these are the signs that help you. It's like us pointing out the stairs. Here's the stairs to get to where we are. There's some stairs over there. There's some stairs over here. You have to question what's happening in the third reality. And when you can do it from the fifth, it's a lot easier. And then here's one for you. I, in your stance and in your travels, what, what do you say to people who say, why do you skip over the fourth dimension? Uh, I think that I came from the fourth dimension, to be honest. I think that I had a fourth dimensional consciousness when I came here and I was, you know, kind of inserted into the matrix to learn, grow and develop into a fifth dimensional state of vibration or consciousness, whatever you want to call it. So I don't think you necessarily skip over it. I, st- I still think you go through it. I think that earth is going from the third through the fourth to the fifth, as far as I understand it. So why aren't um, you chilling out in the fourth? I think I've been in the fourth for quite a long time, you know, not in the fifth dimension. It's like on the outside of the third dimensional matrix, still not slaving, working a nine to five or anything like that, knowing who I truly am, knowing what's going on, seeing the actual matrix for what it is, literally seeing the codes and seeing the control mechanisms and all that stuff. I think that, you know, if you're, if you're seeing that and you understand that and you know who you truly are, you know, your divinity, you're already in a fourth dimensional state of consciousness you still experience the third dimensional world but as a vibration and entity yourself you're still a fourth dimensional being you know in the third dimension experiencing the third dimension that's how i think that works fascinating yeah yeah i've not put it that way for me i just assumed i was third dimensional but as you say that i probably never have been because never my life have i wanted a job never my life did i give a shit about school uh, and the whole time I was told that I was dumb, ADHD, this, that, and the other thing, you got drugs, take these pills. I never took that shit. Those, I don't those, even... those things were designed to put you back in the third dimension. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You Dumb know. you down to the third dimension. I never even cared much for, for drugs, you know, young in my younger years. Uh, I guess I just lost myself in alcohol and drugs when it, when it was like, I, this is too much. And then it was funny because when I was in my alcohol and drugs is when I was doing my sales coaching uh, and I was, I made the most money. So I, I gained the most from the third dimension, which was money, which was, you know, this is what we, this is the third dimension offers you money and, and, and fucking jaw rule. That's what the Things third dimension that don't offers. matter. Yeah. Yeah. So I acquired all that, but you know, I look at that and I think to myself an interesting path, right? Because now I'm, I'm able to make decisions. I'm able to do things. I'm able to have freedoms because I acquired the dumb money. Right. And, and then I, I learned how to use it. So now the money's just a tool. It just does things in the background. Um, and then when I talk about people, because again, my primary business is coaching. When I talk to clients about stuff, I say to them flat out, I'm like, you have to understand that this money that you're paying is, is because you're in, you know, you're in a certain mindset. You need to pay this so that you're successful in what we're doing. I don't give a shit about your money. And you'll find people get offended by that. It's like, I don't fucking care about your money. I'm here to show you that you have to do something. If you're going to be, if you're going to commit right now where you are, mind, body, and soul, you can still walk away from 500 bucks. You can walk away from $5,000, right? But when you start pushing 25,000, 50 grand, people are like, I want to, I'm now committed to this because this becomes real and it changes the mindset. So money as quote unquote, the root of all evil is just energy. an absolute, yeah, it's an absolutely necessary evil at the same time. It, it, I've noticed that it always comes as a byproduct of good things that you do. Like, you know, there was one quote that always, <laughs> that always kind of, job well done. yeah, <laughs> there was always one kind of um, 
quote that stood out to me and it was like, instead of trying to make a million dollars, try to serve a million people. Oh yeah. Right? Beautiful. And, and money just comes as a byproduct. It's, it's energy. It's all energy. So you have to be a vibrational match to that specific energy in order to attain that. Right. And it just kind of flow. Once you let go of, you know, tr just trying your hardest and trying to make money and all that stuff. If, if once you just let go, yep. and just allow that flow in your life, then you notice things start to flow a lot easier. Like even myself, man, up until the past few months, I was just like trying so hard to make money and trading crypto and all that stuff. And, you know, and I noticed it was kind of draining me a little bit and, and I backed off from it. And now other opportunities have presented themselves because I let things flow more. So, oh yeah. Yeah, and well, also speaking of crypto, it's been really, really good to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's a good market <laughs> for sure. Fucking crypto, and it's so stupid too. It's like like you know you work your ass off to make what forty grand a year. A lot of people, oh, you, you know, can make but that in a month, easy. You can make that in one Week. fucking trade. Yeah. yeah, if you've yeah. got enough, starting somewhere, right? But but people are a lot of the world is afraid to start. Right. Everyone's like, how did you get there? Well, I started with 200 bucks. I started in crypto with $200, ladies and gentlemen. So crypto is a great place to be, but you can't just go in there and start, you know, blasting your guns because crypto versus crypto versus fiat. Imagine trading in the stock market your entire life and then trying to play crypto. It's identical to playing for the Green Bay Packers your entire career and then being <laughs> traded to the Montreal Alouettes. You get, you can get wrecked really quick. And I mean, yeah. it's, it's all a learning curve too, but what I would suggest is even, you know, like yourself, uh, dive in there with 200 bucks and learn how to trade or something, or even 50 bucks and learn and just trade with just very small amounts and learn the market, learn how charts work and all that stuff. And just oh, yeah. go from there. But yeah, three years for me in crypto. Fuck. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Adore it. I, I don't know, you know, I don't know where else we can go. We could talk about a lot of stuff. You know, I have a feeling that you're going to be uh, a returning guest on this, on this spot, just jamming out about all kinds of stuff. Uh, is there anything you wanted to talk about or cover that we didn't, you know, we didn't go over? It's been an hour and a half, if you can believe that. <laughs> yeah, we've been, time's been flying. No, I, I think that um, my main message, uh, obviously, about you know the events that were happening in December, is just to you know keep a keep a very high vibration right now. It's it's apparent what they're doing with the vaccines and everything. Don't get the vaccines. I think that's pretty obvious. They're meant to rip apart your DNA and cut off your natural connection to yourself. They just want a bunch of AI robots. So they know that this event is coming up, this great conjunction, this wave of energy. And what I would just suggest to you guys is just to go within and take care of yourselves, detox the mind, body, spirit, and make sure you're fully aligned for, you know, this event and take part in the meditation as well. Like I said, 1222 Central Standard Time um, on December 21st, it'll be most likely be the biggest global meditation that humanity has ever seen. So I'm really excited. Um, yeah. I appreciate, uh, I appreciate the opportunity to be on the show. Absolutely. I've got this down. I'm going to put that in the show notes, December 21st, 1222 meditation. Um, That's central standard time. Yeah. I got that as well. Yeah. I love it. PM PM. It'd be awkward to wake up and to meditate. It's funny, man. I get, I get, I get such good sleep these days. Like I, I go to bed early. I wake up early. Like my life is, you know, when you just start accepting things, it's, it's getting, getting yourself into a certain mindset obviously is, is difficult, but once you're there, it's all flowing. Breaking, basically what's hard is breaking out, breaking out of the bullshit. The lies you've been telling yourself is fucking impossible. But once you're out, it's glorious. You the look back on it. 
It's the resistance. People have, people allow so much resistance in their lives to just allowing things to flow. I always, you know, I describe life like a river and you're just in this river and it's going to bring you right to where you need to be. But so many people fight the river and they, they swim upstream and they're trying to grab on the branches and all that stuff instead of just letting it take them where they're supposed to go. Right. So just be the river. That's it. It, it's ironic. I use the exact same analogy and it's not swimming upstream. Like don't stop trying to swim upstream. Stop trying to stop trying to grab onto branches and rocks. Yep. The best you can do is move a bit to the left and move a bit to the right, but just go with the flow because so, even moving to the left and to the right, you don't have control over it, but you think you do. You're going to end up in the same place. It's just that fake control that you might like. Destination is the same. Yeah. So you just, as soon as you understand that and you're like, damn, now all these things that are happening in my life are all happening for my growth. So I'm just a better person so I can get whatever I need to get, whatever I'm here for. Right. That's all it is. I had a guy, I had a guy ask me the other day. He's like, well, why don't I have a PS five yet? I'm like, because you haven't earned it. (laughs) And he got mad at me. I'm like, I'm like, have you earned it? Do you have it? No. Well, well, whose fault is that, right? You know, you can talk about third dimensional, you can talk about this sort of stuff, but you're right. The minute you just like, this is what I want, this is what I'm going to manifest, you not only do you acquire what you want and what you're manifesting, but those things change. The shit that you want is totally different once you start, once you start attaining things. What you want actually changes and it becomes more light, more, I don't know, just, just in general, more awesome. Yep. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have, obviously, I'm going to have all of this information in the footnotes. There's going to be tons of stuff to click on and to link on. Um, your inst- I'm assuming that you update your TikTok on a regular basis. I, I'm not totally new with TikTok, so I don't know. Yeah, I'll just, I'll send you all the links to all the social media platforms on, uh, on Instagram there, and you can link that down below, and you guys can go and follow me if you choose. Yes. And uh, I interact with people one-on-one too, so, you know, you can always drop a, a DM in my in my uh, Instagram or uh, TikTok if you want. And I always interact with people one-on-one if you have any questions or, you know, you'd just like to chat with me and pick my mind. Uh, I'm always an open book. So perfect. And I don't charge anything for that. There you go. I love it. Uh, do you have any services? Do you charge for, for the work that you do? Nope. No, you should. You absolutely should. I do. I charge an arm and a leg, um, but <laughs> to some- specific people and for specific yeah. reasons and to acquire specific goals. I'm not out yeah. here just willy nilly doing shit. Yeah. At some point uh, I'll get there right now. I mean, I have a, a good flow going, so I'm just trying to help as many people as possible. But you know, when you grow to a certain point, like I'm just pretty much getting started too. Right. So when you grow to a certain point, then obviously that'll, that'll happen. But well, hopefully, I mean, we just transition into a new earth and we don't need this money or bullshit anymore. But, well, it's, it's going away. And it's funny that we talk about that. And we were talking about crypto. Crypto came up in the conversation out of the blue. It's going away. People don't seem to fully understand yet that coming into the future, you know, cash is going away. They're already transitioning out of cash. It's going to become a cashless society. Our options next are crypto. And crypto crypto's not the answer. Crypto's the gateway into what's coming next. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing. Because at the end of the day, my bots are going to talk to your bots. There's not going to be much else that goes on. And all of that is digital money. Yeah. So however much you start with at the beginning of the day, that's, you know, that's where you go with it. You know? Because if you want to talk about how much money is worth, go just visit Venezuela for a hot minute and see what they have to say. Like, it's, just, it's, a, it's a weird time to be alive, man. And you can't make any right decisions. You can't make any wrong decisions. All you can do is fucking observe you just observe and, and you're just go along for the ride just hit the that's, river man <laughs> that's the biggest the biggest piece of advice that i've probably given myself and other people is if you can just become an observer of everything then you will always have a peaceful life 
Yeah. And it's just, it's just a, you're just a, a neutral spot. You don't have to react to anything that's happening in your life. You're just, you're just neutral. You just observe and you just see, and that's it. Perfect. Perfect. And on that note, that's a great way to end the show. So ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of red green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.